This podcast includes explicit language and sensitive topics that some may find offensive. All views expressed belong to the individual speaking and not a representation of any entity that we have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. It's a chance to back out now. That being said, if, if not, not, enjoy, enjoy the, the show. show. Five. Got other people my age, and they be telling me like, "Yeah, you know, you know, I still live with my mom," and I'm just like, "Four men leaving versus women leaving." Three. Soon as you graduate high school, be ready. Make sure you got a plan because your ass gonna be up out of here. Two. For a lot of us growing up in New Jersey, this is this is where it gets crazy, bro. This is this one. So you wanna be a gangster and move out on your own? Yeah, I know that's not how the song go, but that's how it's gonna go today. It's the neighborhood therapist. Rocking with my brother Mike B. Yeah, yeah. And this is episode seven of the Black Man Misunderstood podcast. But I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. So I brought that up, you know, so you want to be a gangster and move out on your own because that's where we're going today. We're going to talk about moving out on your own, period, in general, and everything that comes with it, which I don't think about. But as usual, hey, yo, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You already started off, started off hot, huh? Already starting off hot, man. Um, man, we had the siblings on here. That was different, bro. That was different. Yeah, that was different. We were both in the hot seat these last two weeks, but it's all good. It's a fact, man. So um, l- talking to them, right, and just watching how far they've come, how- watching them grow up, right? So my question to you is, where do you see yourself with your children in the next couple of years? Ooh. Um, next couple of years. Uh, hopefully after, you know, the wedding and everything, I have one or two little rugrats running around. Not, not right away, of course. Need my alone time with the missus first, but no, I ain't gonna wait too long after. Um, yeah, I would say in five years, I can see myself having at least one by then. Um, and if the Lord so ever be willing and gives and bless us with a second one, you know that that's all fine and dandy with me. I, I don't see nothing wrong having kids a couple of years apart. Came from it myself, um. But I guess more so, I see myself watching them, how my sister watched me in sports in school, mm. just seeing them do their thing, whatever that's going to be when they start growing up. So. That's what I look forward to or, or where I see myself doing when, when these little mics and little Steph's running around. Mm. I'm going to forewarn you right now. When your son comes, you already know what I'm calling him. It don't matter what you name him. I'm like, Young Miles. <laughs> Young Yo. Miles. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what I'm referencing to, I am talking about Miles Morales. Spider-Man, the black Spider-Man, half Puerto Rican, half black. I will be calling my nephew Miles. That is hilarious. <laughs> and when you have a niece, I'm going to think of a popping ass nickname for her, too. So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but what happened if I had the girl first? That's what I said. I'm going to just have to speed that up. They're going to make a, they're gonna have to make a, a black Spider-Woman game. Yo... <laughs> you know I mean? That's all. Yeah, man. What's what's up, man? What's on the agenda, man? Moving out on your own, bro. Moving out on your own. I I have a little quick question for you though, because you mm. know, I have I have two ways of looking at this moving out thing, which was recently. We, we um we know at the end of last year, but then the other, 
was actually leaving 534 Broadway. Oh. And I don't I don't think a lot of people see that. But technically, I wanna I, I can kind of say it's moving out on my own, but it's not really because I was moving in with my sister, who I really went to for most things anyway. Mm-hmm. So I can say there's two periods. One when I was 18. Okay. After my freshman year. Oh, after my freshman year? Yeah. After my freshman year of college. And I came back home and I'm like, I can't live here anymore. Cause he's he's trying to um put me on restraints. No, that's fair. I th- I think that's fair. Um I think yeah, I think that's fair. I, I, I I'm that's fair game. So definitely, definitely 18. First one, and then the second one was uh 29, as you now know. <laughs> okay. Um, mine was 18. Um, <laughs> you were there for that event, and yes, I, ha- I have physical proof that my mama told me to get out. <laughs> Lord I, Jesus. I so if she tried to be like, no, he trying to paint this picture. No, I have physical proof of her telling me to get out. And I appreciate every moment that I look at that picture because has she not told me to, um, you know, get up, get out, you know, get it going. I don't know where I would be. I, you know, I'm not gonna speak negative, but ain't no teller. Facts, facts. I understand that. No, nope. mm-hmm. no questions about that. I understand that definitely. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so we both kind of we actually moved out of the main home at 18. Yeah. That's crazy. That's kind of think about it. I mean, to be honest with you, that's kind of our culture, ain't it? Well, yeah, but you got to think living on the island, <laughs> it's a different, different animal. Things are uh, things move differently down there. So, well, I'm I'm, I'm more all right. So you want to do it from the island perspective and the um, Black American perspective, stereotypically? Oh, got to add that. We, we we can do that. Okay. Give a give a little no con uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Context. Yeah, basically. Okay. Give me a little context. Yeah. I'll I'll let you I'll let you if you're comfortable, I'll let you do the island perspective. I'll do the black American perspective. Cause I feel like um growing up, her biggest thing was, hey, you gotta make sure when you hit 18, because I you know, I'm a June baby, so I, I didn't I didn't get the privilege of getting, you know, <laughs> 17, 17 and graduating high school early and stuff. So I had hit 18. She was like, hey, you need to have a plan. You need to figure out what you're doing because you're not gonna stay here. You're not gonna be leeching off me. And like, like I said, at the time, like you look at you like, damn, that's tough love. I gotta do this in this mad anxiety. But like in hindsight, like I really, really thank my mom for that because like she put that battery in my back to like go, go, go. Mm. Now as we move forward and I see um, other hues, the way that they do things, now I kind of be like iffy because I'm like, yo, now had I had an extra three years to save up and stack and do this, this, and this, would I be able to do this faster? But again, we don't know. We don't know. It, you know what I'm saying? The black American family is just not raised like that. And anytime you hit 18, you already know like what time it's like, yo. Soon as you graduate high school, be ready. Make sure you got a plan because your ass gonna be up out of here. That is what you hear in most black homes. Facts. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, no, if if when you turn eighteen, you gotta have a plan. It could yeah. be you could go to college or you moving out, working something. You need to come up with a plan asap. They don't play that. And I, like I said, man. Now that I'm at the age I'm at now, I can't say that it's a terrible thing. But then again, I'm looking at the other hues, man. It kind of looked like everybody kind of got a one up on us, bro. But again, I don't know, like because I was raised the way that I was raised and I look at other people my age and they be telling me like, yeah, you know, you know, I still live with my mom. And I'm just like, you know, what I mean, like I have a moment. where I'm like, (laughs) But it's it's not it's not a judgment. It's more of a because I was raised the way that I was raised. I'm like, okay. All right, but you with your mom, but what are you doing mm-hmm. that you with your with your mom? If you don't tell mm-hmm. me, oh, I'm saving, I'm stacking, I'm doing this and this because I'm about to get a house and this. And, all right, cool, cool. Like I think that's dope. Like to me, that's the dopest thing. We're like, all right, yo, your mom is working with you. Like you know, you pay her a little rent. I would hope you're paying her a little rent. You know, help yeah, out that, on the house. Yeah, I I hope. That's, 
I hope. You know what I mean? Like help help around the house, fam. That's all. Facts. You know, cook, cook for mama and stuff like that. You know, daddy, even if it's mom and dad, you know what I'm saying? Like do that. Like do your part in the house so that you get in the head. But for those of you that are still at home just chilling and leeching, as I call it, I'm not, again, I'm not judging you. I'm a therapist. I'm not allowed to. But <laughs> come on, fam. <laughs> you gotta Brad, <laughs> You a therapist. I'ma call it how it is. Stop leeching. Stop leeching. <laughs> Talk Bruh. to him, bro. Bro, look, so let me let me let me put in a little perspective on it, right? So there are situations, you know, everyone's situation is different, but like I, the Caribbean aspect of it that I wanted to bring is like Let's say uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever Caribbean family, uh, Puerto Rican or or Dominican, Jamaican, you know, Haitian. Let's think about it like this: when they come off the island, right, and they bring their family through with them, they allow their family to live with them, to build, save, and do the things that we were saying. If if you're living with your own parents, you know, just to make sure you have enough to do your own thing. Right. That, that's a big thing with Caribbean families. They're not just going to set you out to fail on your own unless you just came incorrect <laughs> to your family. Because you know how that goes. Absolutely. Um, I, I definitely understand the whole black America thing, too. <laughs> like when you, you better have a plan when you're 18. But I also with you when I hear and look at the other Hughes and, and go back and forth because I'm like, Yo, do 18 year olds know what they really want to do? <laughs> so, I'm, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Because because when you speak to them, they like it kind of come off as like a, as a form of bragging sometimes because they'd be like, yeah, I got two cars. Uh, I got three houses and they'd be like 24 or some shit. I'm like, hold on, fam. Like, how you do that? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I just stayed at the house. You know, uh, I saved up my money and I'm just mm-hmm. like, ah, like yo, your mom and dad let you do that. Oh yeah, yeah, we do it all the time. You know, everybody is. Uh, I'm like, huh? Like, bro, for real, for real. The place that I left that will not be named because I don't f with them. The place that I left, <laughs> they have right family time. Whereas this is grandma's house, and the parents are living with grandma, and the parents have kids. The kids are going off to college. They go through college and they come back home to grandma's house. Grandma is still in the house. She still owns the house. So grandma's there. The parents are there and the kids there. And now sometimes the kids are having kids. So this you got a bunch of generations of people in Sheesh. one home. Bro, look, follow me, bro. Bunch of generations of people in the same home, right? Family mm-hmm. ties, right? They're keeping it together. Yep. But then when you go talk to them, stuff, they got like five, six cars in the driveway. And then you ask them like, yo, why why y'all don't go out and like get properties and stuff like that? And they look at us weird. They be like, we have properties. We have a bunch of rental properties, but we want to be around our family. So we say our home is here. To a black American, normal black, not I'm not gonna say normal. Stereotypically, mm-hmm. black American people gonna hear that and be like, Y'all crazy as hell. <laughs> y'all crazy. I ain't hell. living in here. It can't be more than one king in the castle. Can't be more than one queen in the castle. You know how that those sayings go, <laughs> bro. I'm not even gonna lie to you, okay? I, y'all know me, man. I am a very, very sexualized, manly man, okay? Forget all that king of the castle, queen of the castle stuff, man. I just don't want my parents hearing me having sex with my spouse. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just calling. <laughs> I'm not oh, trying to be quiet, bro. I'm not trying to be quiet. Like I want the room shaking, bro. I'm one of them people, bro. So no, I'm not doing it. Look, <laughs> I'm gonna just it, say this: just bu- just buy a house big enough that they have their own side and you have your own. You no. never hear each other. No, I, no, <laughs> I don't want. I'm so I'm so I'm one of them people, bro. Like I don't want to ever disrespect my parents in that manner, bro. So I don't want them hearing nothing, bro. And but th- that also doesn't mean I want to be sneaky either. I I'm good on that, bro. Like I'm not a teenager no more. So that's I you know, I that's how I feel I about it. But that takes me to my next topic. All right. Moving in with a partner, a roommate, versus alone. Ooh. What is the biggest difference that you saw? So, 
I would say the biggest difference is when you move in with a roommate or a partner, you have someone to split everything with. While 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 you're on your while you're alone, everything's on you. The fall butt plan is you better have some savings. <laughs> you may go to parents here and there, but there's no really fall by plan. While with a roommate or a partner, you can switch it up and be like, all right, you know, stuff is time. Times are hard for me. Can you pick up this slack and I'll get you back? Well, that's more so in a partner setting. I don't know about the roommate setting as much because that's two different individuals. And depending on who the individuals are, you might have to get up and go. So this is a fact. So that that that's the whole thing with the roommate partner moving in the partner versus moving in alone in my books. Okay. So the biggest so the biggest thing I'm hearing from you is um with a partner and a roommate, you get to split the bills if possible, if you need to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um whereas if you move in alone, um you gotta pay for the bills all yourself. But on the aspect of being alone and being with a roommate. Again, I told you I'm just one of them nasty freaks type of person. Oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> you still got to deal with the fact that if you have a roommate, you got to be respectable and respectful of your roommate Facts. because they Facts. may not want to hear all that. They may not want you coming in all types of, you know, at the night, even though y'all both paying the bills. But, yeah. you know, you got to be respectful of that. Yep, definitely. And most, most importantly, don't eat their food without asking. That's too. What you say and all that, I want to also add on to that is cleaning, um, space, because you got to remember there's shared space and then your own space. Knowing when to knowing when to not invade and when to you are allowed to go somewhere. That's Mm -hmm. a big difference with the roommates. Uh, I would say partners, too, but it's not as extreme with the partners because you're supposed to share everything. Uh, at that point in time, but uh, you still you argue that. No, but no, no. I'm saying no. I'm just saying it's not it's not as much as a roommate. Think about it like this: like if it's a roommate, let's say there's two rooms. Mm-hmm. You share the living room. You share the bathroom. You share the kitchen. Cool, right? Okay. But then you don't invade the other person's bedroom just because you want to invade it, right? It just depend on the crazy roommate you got. Well, well that's also true. But then, then you have the partners who live in the same room and share everything practically. Now, I'm not saying that they don't have things that they don't want the other one to invade or to mess up. You're going to have your space, but it's it won't be as frowned upon if they did invade. You get what I'm saying? You can come in here, but if you mess with it and move it around too much, then it's going to be a problem. Okay, so, but you get what but I'm saying. I, but I need you to understand to an extent, still, yeah. Because I feel like that's where we get confused when we get into these relationships and these partnerships. Um, we think everything is supposed to be shared, and that's such a myth. You gotta have time for yourself. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? So you gotta give them space. You gotta have a. You gotta have a safe space within this yes. shared space, if that makes sense. No, no, definitely, no, no, definitely, yeah. and I, that's and that's not what I'm saying. Okay. It's like I'm saying there's more opportunities to share with okay. a partner versus than sharing with a roommate. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving right along, man. Staying with parents, pros and cons. Ooh, let's go give, through the list. Give me those cons first. <laughs> oh, I knew you was gonna ask for that first. <laughs> cons. <sighs> I don't know how much of it. I feel like this is going to go on both sides of the list. Cons, following your parents' rules. One. <laughs> mm. Even though, uh, let, let's say, not everything, not everything is a detriment to yourself. But uh, following your parents' rules, meaning you can't do certain things that you would like to do on your own because you're still living in your parents' house. Um could you imagine being like 24 and your parents were like, make sure you get home before the street lights is on? Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Hey, we showing our age now, bro. Chill, chill. Keep going. Two more. 
<laughs> oh, uh, another con, um, I would say is depending on your parents, right? Mm-hmm. If you're talking about black homes, uh, they're gonna be looking for uh, for you to chip in, right? And, and it's not so much of a bad con. It it starts to become a con when they start to look for you to chip in on things that don't pertain to you at all. <laughs> mm. I think you got to be specific because you you might you might lose some of us with that one, bro. Because you so, know that 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 kind of sting. You know what I'm saying when you said it. I'm just saying, like, there's all right. There's bills. Like, at least you're gonna go straight to the bills. There's bills in the house, right? And uh-huh. I can understand certain bills that you would like people to contribute to. But, oh, but if you got a car that you know you can't afford, uh oh. And you asking people to chip in for it. (laughs) (laughs) And they ain't driving the vehicle. Oh, snap. That's all I'm saying. I'm not messing with you, Mike G. What's the next one? I believe (laughs) I'm not messing with you. You out here violating people, bro. (laughs) (laughs) What's the next one, bro? All right, my last con that I'm I'm, I'm gonna say for the parents, bro. Oh man, that's funny. Last con for real, though. I, I think a lot of people um is gonna um accept this one. So the con is right. One, it, it kind of goes back to the 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 rules, but it's more so like doing something in the house for yourself and then they tell you no you can't do it that way and it's not breaking a rule and they basically say it's my way or the highway (laughs) (laughs) that that is probably one of the worst cons about staying with your parents at that point in time this is a fact okay um let me let me do the pros. Let me do the pros. Let me give all you right, two pros. All right. Um, one big pro is that you get a, a a big amount, a chunk of time with your parents. You get to continue to make memories. You get to continue to ask those questions that you may have not thought to ask. Um, and that's just you know you just building memories from that point. So that's a huge um uptick to that. Um, two. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you do it properly, you get to save money and get a jump start on what your definition of success is. You know, whether that be a house, whether that be a car, you know, whether that be kids, the family, whatever, you know, but you do get a jump start because if you have a plan, a keyword, if you have a plan, I'm afraid, (laughs) (laughs) if you have a plan, you can get ahead. So um, that's a that's a huge plus. Um, Three. If you have kids, automatic babysitter. Your parents are right there. They're going to rock with it. They're they're not going to say no to their grandkids. That's true. The majority of parents anyway. Some of them. I didn't didn't lay down and have that kid. You better take. You already know what time that is. But (laughs) well, well, that's a whole different. That's a whole different. That's a whole different story. But that third thing is like that that does come in clutch. Like if you're in your parents' home again and you still have a plan, and that part of that plan was to have a child, like you have your um, you know, your parents so most of the time anyway, they're able to step up, help you out um with the kid. And that's that's you know, that's a big plus, man. That's things that people just don't that's consider. Facts. What what else we got for the folks? Ooh. This I think this is gonna be a hot subject. Men leaving versus women leaving. Hmm. So what you're saying, is there a difference? Oh, there's clearly a difference. Hmm. It's clearly a difference. And um, it's also dependent on how you raise too, but there's clearly a difference. Uh, I would say in a Christian home, let me me start that way with a Christian home. Um, they tend 
of course, they tend to tell you, men, you are the leader of your family. You need to do things on your own. You need to get out this house. It's quicker. Let me say this. Fathers, it's quicker for fathers to kick these, their boys out. All right. When it comes to the girls, they hold on to as long as possible until they're ready for them to go. And, 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 and that may sound a little old school, but uh, it, it, it's, it's still there. It's still there. It's still there. It might get a little old school, but it's still there. But even nowadays, you, you got these parents not trying to let their girls go in these Christian homes. I'm not. Even, I'm, I'm. I'm talking about Christian homes at this point, and not mm-hmm. trying to let them go out on their own unless it's a big job move. Um, you know the 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 way the um job job market's set up now with different industries. A lot more women are working, higher paying jobs, so they got to move to the locations to work. So it's a lot of little different situations going on with that now, but I feel as though fathers always tell, oh, uh, like you said, you got to have a plan when you're 18 because you ain't living in my house all your life, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. you, so with the moms, it's, it's kind of the reverse. <laughs> we notice. Uh, we see this all the time. The mom's baby, the son's, and always neck and neck with the daughters. But I would say this, though. The mothers are still very protective of the daughters and don't just let them go out on their own or willy-nilly. Like, let's uh, like let's say if the son said he's ready to go, the mom will more so understand the son going because he's, he's becoming his own man and letting him do his thing while they try to question their daughters. That's it. My that's just me observing things and looking at how things happen. Okay. Um. No argument here. I I do feel like it's a it's an old school mindset. It's it's very sexist. Um. But I, I don't. I, historically, I do believe there's a difference between men leaving and women leaving. But in 2021, I don't think there is other than safety. Um, yes. There's a lot of human trafficking going on. So yep. um, regardless if it's mom or dad, you know, everybody is just on edge at this point, especially for our black women. Like, yo, um, mm-hmm. where you want to go? Why are you trying to go there? You know, basically yep. have a plan. Do you have a plan? Um, exactly. the, the next question that follows is, uh, do we have any family there? And then the next question that follows that is, is it a state where you can protect yourself? Because a lot of people don't understand that, you know, there are states out there that don't allow you to protect yourself, i.e. New Jersey. Like, there's no stand your ground law. There's no castle law. Like, you can, you know, be in the fight of your life, somebody trying to harm you and you, you know, bust them down and hurt them and you going to jail. And you sitting in jail and you be like, yo, it was self-defense. They'd be like, we don't have that law here. So that's, you know, one of those things where as a, again, it they do it for men as well, but it's more prevalent with women. That's what I see. That's the biggest difference to me. But as far as like uh, money and things like that, it's pretty it's pretty even in 2021, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, yeah. That's why I was saying that's more of an old school mindset. I had to make sure I said that towards the beginning because that thinking is, is slowly changing. It's still there, but it's it slowly is. changing. It's a fact. Let's let's get into the meat and bones, man. I know a lot of the um, listeners need to know these things right here. And I feel like me and you got like a real decent blueprint and game plan now, man. We didn't have some life experience with all of these things. So um, let's. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. It's time to educate them. Man. You know, this, this is what we do right here, man. So we're going to dig into our perspective of renting in an apartment, renting a house and owning a home. And some of the things that people miss, some of the things that come with it, things that y'all need to uh, understand. Okay, um, let's go blow by blow, bro. Let's let's focus on renting an apartment. What's your perspective? Renting an apartment. So, hmm. I say renting an apartment is a, a key step with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on where you live, because there's certain areas in the country where it's cheaper to live than um others like let's take new jersey new york for instance 
Um, typically, the, the, the first step on when you leave the home is you get yourself an apartment. Right. Um, so you save up for this, that security deposit. You save up to have the extra months of rent. Um, and then you go in and do the whole apartment thing. While I feel as though when um in certain areas of the country, it's cheaper just to like stay home, save up, and, and get a house. Because yeah, the housing market's so much better. And even if you don't get a house, you can get a townhouse and own it, and you have your name on a piece of property. So I think it depends on where you are in this country, because in certain areas, the rent can be crazy. And make and it makes more sense to rent because the house is also crazy. While in other areas, the rent is nothing. But if you just save up a little bit, you can get yourself a house and be paying the same thing. Hmm. Okay, I respect that. Um, my my perspective on renting an apartment. So most of the time, when you hear apartment, okay, again, my perspective. So let me say, most of the time when I hear apartment. I think of people and floors. So it's always a first floor, second floor, third floor, whatever. That means there's always somebody under you or somebody on top of you. So or next to you or next to you. Okay. So my biggest thing is sound. Sound travels. You know what I mean? I got music here, so I hear almost everything. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when you're when you're in an apartment, you got to consider that this is your like Mike said, it's your stepping stone. Okay. Unless that's just how you like to live. That's okay, too. Um, There's things you got to consider when there are problems that arise. That's the landlord's job, not your job. Your your sole job of being in an apartment is to occupy it. And then if there is an issue, you are to alert the landlord. That's the biggest pro to that, because you don't have to pay for a water heater. You know what I'm saying? If it busts, Mm -hmm. you don't have to pay for broken pipes. No True. things like that. You know, the roof collapse that has nothing to do with you. You just your focus is just on uh, upkeep, living it. Don't break it up. You know, don't tear down the walls and things like that. And you'll be straight. Now, the you know, the con, the flip side to it is if it's kids running above your head, that's just something you got to deal with. <laughs> dog in <laughs> dog in apartment, <laughs> dog in apartment, you know, things like that. So um, to me, that's the that's the biggest uh, pro and con from it. So if you're going to pursue the apartment living, understand what comes with it. And, and to be honest with you, bro, growing up in New Jersey, I feel like that's all we really know. We don't, you know what I mean? Like, well, that's I mean, we'll, well, we'll get into renting a house. Yeah, yeah. we'll get to that next. Yeah. But, oh, but, that is, but it's a little different in Jersey. Yeah, that's definitely true. Like the yeah. first, like I can honestly say Jersey in the New York City area. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is like, all right, get your apartment, save up, get your house next, literally, or you move somewhere else. The, the, those were the step, stepping stones. So I'm with you on that. Okay. So let's do this, right? So a good portion of people are renting an apartment. Okay. When they rent the apartment, they always say, I want to save up and buy a home. Mm-hmm. I need the listeners to understand something. For a lot of us growing up in New Jersey, this is this is where it gets crazy, bro. This is this is where I'm gonna start losing a lot of people. I might offend a couple of people, but I'm just dropping some knowledge. To us, buying a home a lot of the time means us renting a home, not buying it. Okay? Let let me let me let me understand y'all something real quick. So. We got a lot of houses in Patterson, just, you know, where it's actual houses. But it's a first floor, second floor, third floor, whatever, however they got it. Mm-hmm. And they, so basically you're like, you live in a house, right? But your family is on the first floor. So technically, like you're renting a house, but to you, you feel like, oh, well, I got a house. So when you're in apartments, right? Because apartments are usually closed in, they're close together, and it's a bunch of them. They all kind of look the same. It's kind of like the projects, but it's not exactly the projects, right? Factual. You, you aspire to say, oh, I want a home. But a lot of people think that 
purchasing or, you know, really renting a home is getting into a home infrastructure. And then you got people on top of you or below you. Okay. So that's actually renting a house. So that's not bad. That's renting a house in New Jersey. No problem. You got somebody that's on top, somebody that's on bottom. And then there are quite a few times I've rarely seen in New Jersey, but there's quite a few people that actually rent a whole home in New Jersey. The whole home is theirs. They do. Right. But what I'm talking about renting a whole home, that's more prevalent in the South. So I can give a, a straight shot perspective on that one. That one is a little different, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. You are responsible for mowing the lawn, which is unheard of for some a kid from New Jersey. Like, we got rocks, bro. We got gravel. I'm from the concrete jungle. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, like when they, yo. Got one little tree in the front. <laughs> Bam. You, bro, you been, you been in my house when, when I was over there, bro? Because how you know about the tree? I'm just joking. <laughs> yo, peep game, bro. When the landlord first told me that, like I was, I was in uh, living in an apartment with the same landlord, right? And I was like, I, t- I, I hit him up, and I was like, "Yo, I'm ready to um, move into an apartment, I mean, uh, actual home, and I'll still rent it from you because I want to see what it's like to, um, you know, rent a home out, so I can get the steps I need until, so I can eventually, when it's time for me to buy a home, I know what I need to do. So, you know, he hooked me up, gave me a spot. So when he he told me, he was like, yeah, you know, you're going to be responsible for the water, the trash. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, the usual apartment stuff, right? He was like, no, no, no. You got to cut the grass. Uh, you got to make sure the gutters are doing this and this. And I'm like, oh, whoa, oh, hold on, baby. Hold on. What you what you talking about, bro? Like the lawn. <laughs> fam, when he said you got to mow the lawn, bro, the look of petrification. I don't even know if that's a word, but that's what I had. <laughs> like, I, I was like, bro, I don't even own a lawnmower. He was like, oh, you can go to Sears and get one. I'm like, okay. So then oh, I started, bro, it don't go to Sears? Bro, listen, bro, I had a car, not no SUV, not no truck, bro, so I don't even know how I'm putting a lawnmower in my car, but that's beside the point. Listen, this, <laughs> it's the whole grass, right? A whole grass that needs to be mowed, and I don't know nothing about mowing. This is the part that they don't tell you about renting a home. If you don't know, where do you get the information? So me, like a good scholar, I went to YouTube University. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and while I'm on there, I'm looking at lawnmowers and then I find out they got self-propelled, electric, all this. And I'm like, yo, what? I'm, I just need a lawnmower. What is all this extra? Sh- like, What? So I got to educate myself about lawnmowing, bro. Do you know the first time I got that lawnmower, bro, I poured uh, too much oil in the engine. Oh, I, no. I, yeah, bro. I ripped it. I um, I, I ripped the rip cord, right? And all this white smoke came out. People looking at me like I'm stupid, like I'm crazy, like I'm supposed to know what I'm supposed to be doing. So all this uh white smoke when the lawnmower is coming out. Now it's oil all over the grass, bro. I'm sitting there looking embarrassed, bro. Looking crazy, fam. Wow. Right? But these are things they don't they don't tell you, they don't teach you. So I called Lynn. I'm like, oh look, I'm trying to cut this grass. Um, if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> My lawnmower is doing X, Y, and Z. Like, you know, how do I get this going? Right. Landlord was like, hey, I'm I'm out of town, you know. Uh, you know, just just let it sit, let the grass get a little bit higher. It's gonna be a little bit worse for you to cut, but I'll help um when I get back. You know me, Mike. That's unacceptable. I got to figure this out. You know what I mean? I, didn't, I already don't like reaching out as it is, but now I'm like, all right, now I really feel the way. Like, I got to get this grass cut because I want I want him, when he come back, I want him to see that this grass is cut. Now I got something to prove, right? Again, YouTube University. I go to um Lowe's. I buy a little si- a gas siphon so I can get the oil out and all. You know what I mean? I clean up the lawnmower, let it run, let the white smoke run out, let it finish. Then I get that bad boy. I crank it. I'm like, I don't know how to cut grass, but I'm about to figure it out. So I looked at some dude. He One guy did like a circle and then the circle goes into the inside of the circle. I'm like, nah, that's going to take too long. One dude, though, he did forward, back, forward, back, forward, back. So I did that. Grass came out pretty good. So by the time the landlord came out to help, air quotes, help, he was just like, wow, just you did a great job. You know, 
he actually did look like a professional. I had to, bro, I had the lines in the grass, bro. You ever see the <laughs> both grass <laughs> lines? Bro? Yeah. Come on, man. Holla at your boy, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> they call me the black yeah. polymath, man. I'm master. Yeah, I can't. Here you go. Come you on. go drop that. Come on, bro. You know what time it is, man. So, uh, you know, I had to learn that. But these are things that people just don't prepare you for. Like, how am I supposed to know about that? How am I supposed to know that? Um, like, so peak game, the water heater, right? We mm-hmm. don't have to deal with, uh, we truly don't have to deal with the water heaters in the apartments. Like, we call the yeah. landlord, they handle that. And technically, you're supposed to call the landlord um, to handle the water heater in the houses. But if the landlord is out of town, the landlord, was, he was just like, hey, go to the water heater, put it on vacation mode. You're not going to be there for a week. I'm like, vacation what? Say, wait, what? Wait, you're <laughs> teaching me something right now. I'm Hold on. I'm about, bro, I'm about to learn you something. Peep game. So when you go to the um, hot water heater, right? It's a water heater tank. Um, mine's at the time was in the garage. So I went to the garage and it has, uh, I think it has heat. It has vacation mode. It has A, B, C. So A is hot. B is ouch. I'm just making this up, but it's for dramatics. <laughs> <laughs> and, and C is hell nah. Okay. Oh damn. <laughs> oh, damn. So me, when I learned about the water heater, I put it on B. Ouch. So this way I can turn it down as much as I want. But, you know, wifey like to take super, super hot showers. So I wanted to be super, super hot for it. Right. Mm-hmm. But like I told him, I was like, yo, I'm trying to say, I mean, I was a little cheap. I ain't gonna lie. I'm trying to save water. I'm trying to save heat. We're not going to be here for a week. Like, is there anything I can do? He was like, yeah, put it on vacation mode. I'm like, vacation mode? So you you go into the hot water heater and you turn the dial counterclockwise. Well, clockwise, my bad. You turn it clockwise. It's like you're turning it off because it's all the way to the left. And it has a, a vacation mode. And what that does is it won't produce as much hot water at all. And it saves you money on your water bill. You will never know these things, though. Mm-hmm. What? You will never know these things and, unless somebody Yo. teaches you and put you on game. And this is, bro, this is a, this is all I learned in renting a house. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, man. That's crazy. Questions? So, I would, I don't think it's questions as much. It's basically, basically to me, running a home sounds like you actually own a house. But even owning a house is a whole different ball game. <laughs> because it's owning it. So everything that breaks down is on you. Bro, renting a house and owning a house are really two different animals. I, I, case in point, right? So Houston just went through this uh, winter freeze in February. Oh, oh, okay. 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 The rest of y'all seen it on CNN. Okay. I got to live it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Talk, t- talk about it, bro. Talk about it. That was straight madness, bro. The, the state of Texas was not ready for that. And um, a lot of my neighbors just wasn't ready for that because I guess they just it's just something they, I, I don't know. They I guess they figured it never would happen here. But if I was uh, renting the um, the house. I wouldn't even concern myself with running the tap water and things like that. That's something I would wait on the landlord to tell me to do. Because at the end of the day, yes, I'm living in this occupancy, but this is Mm -hmm. your house. I don't own this home. Mm -hmm. So if something busts with the pipes because, you know, I didn't run the water and things like that, guess what? I can't get in trouble. This is your home. So what you're supposed to do is make a phone call to me and say, hey, tenant, make sure you you run your tap water, you know, light light drip it. Um, Hey, uh, make sure the water hoses around your house are dripping and things like that. Hey, I'm going to come over. I'm going to put some insulation around your windows and your doors. and things. These are things that the landlord has to do. Mm. Okay? I'm going to give you a funny-ass story. Yeah, I'm listening. I am a first-time uh, home buyer as of last year, right? So, we went, we going through this winter storm. All the other times that I've gone through winter storms, I had my black behind has been in New Jersey. So I've been thugging it out in New Jersey with winter storm, like winter storm, winter storms. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Right. With the shovel. <laughs> with the shovel. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I'm accustomed to a winter storm in New Jersey, not Texas. And damn sure not as no homeowner. 
So the storm is coming, mm. right? Wifey tapped me and she like, yo, you gonna you gonna go uh you gonna go run the taps? You gonna go um check on the the, the pipes? And I look at her, bro, and no, no lie, bro, I'm not making this up. I looked at her and I was like, what? That's the landlord's job. Bro, I'm not making this shit up, bro. I looked at her with such a disgust, like, you trying to make me go outside and do all this extra work? That ain't my job. This ain't my house. And like dead ass, like I was saying this to her, bro, yeah, I heard that from the first episode. She gave me that look. She was just looking at me. I'm like, what? What I do now? What's the problem? What I do? She was like, bro, you're not serious. And that this is how Daft talk now. She talked like a little thug and shit. Like, she like, bro, you're not serious, right? I mean, what are you talking about? That's the landlord. She was like, husband, we are the landlords. I was like, fam, we own this house, bro. Nobody's coming to help, bro. Like, <laughs> it's all on you, yo. It's all all on you. So for me to go outside, bro, like wrap the pipes. Um, I gotta make sure uh the roof is doing a certain thing. I got to make sure trees are cut off so they don't hit the roof if the wind blow a little bit too hard. Like, that's a lot of random stuff that you just don't think about because it's like, I'm not used to being a homeowner. I'm used to, okay, I'm in a home, but I rent the home. I don't have to worry about this stuff. So if a tree fall down and hit the roof, it's like, well, he should have cut the tree or he, you know, the landlord should have did this and this. But now you in the shoes of the owner, this is your home. You have to take mm-hmm. extra steps to maintain this home. These are things that people just don't talk about, bro. They do not right. talk about either. Either they don't talk about it because they don't know or they be holding on to the gyms and don't want to share it with people. That's not who the neighborhood therapist is. So as I go through it in real time or if, if I've been through it, I'm going to share my experience with you and you can call it bragging. But me, I'm really just trying to help you. Like, don't right. buy a home talking about the landlord going to fix it. You are the landlord. it's okay to say you don't know what you're doing youtube it if youtube it ain't working for you if you're not hands-on go ahead and call a professional it's no shame in calling a professional and that's gonna take us into our next thing i mean unless you got a question about owning a home bro like because i'm I'm new to this man this is you know it's fun though all my questions i'm gonna just live through you (laughs) <laughs> until I until I'm ready and then I'm going through it myself. Then I'm gonna be like, yo, just how you do this. <laughs> oh, that's a fact. I, and I think that's the beauty of it, bro. Like I have no problem like going through it so that when a mic do call me, you be like, yo, bro, like this is happening with the dishwasher, or you know, my um my pipe is doing X, Y, and Z. Like, do you know how great it feels to, to you know for your bro to ask you that and you actually know what the hell you're talking about? Like, oh, yeah, bro, it's clogged. You do X, Y, and Z. Make, make sure you get some Drano X. Make sure you got the two on it, not the one. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so, you know, oh, don't forget to snake it. You know what I mean? When you start talking to mm. your bros like that, that's elevation, man. I think that's the that's what we all need to be. Like, if, if people around you, the people that you love, the people that you call your homies, your brothers, whatever, if they're not elevating... They not teaching you nothing. I feel like you need to get a new circle, or uh, like I like could call mine a new rhombus, new trapezoid. Ooh. Yeah, you know I don't I don't have circles and I don't have squares, man. I got a trapezoid. My my trapezoid is legit. Ooh. But I like that. I like that's that. Beside, <laughs> that's beside the point. Um, you definitely need to be around some people that's elevating you and um teaching you. It's not bragging, man. It's you know you want your nah. people to get higher so that you can get higher, yep. and then you lift them up, and then they lift you up. That's how it's supposed to be. Facts, facts, facts. Dropping nothing but gems just now, bro. Oh, yeah. So, we talked about all the stuff, all the different ways of living on your own, all the different areas. You know, there's, there's even more we can go into, but what what are the little things you appreciate about living on your own, even though it's, you know, with our partners and whatnot? Um... I am in control of my bills. Um, so when you're living in an apartment and you're sharing uh, utilities with your neighbors, um, you got to understand it don't matter how much water you use. It's about community water. A lot of people don't understand that. When you live in an apartment complex, 
it may appear that you're just paying for your water, but you're not. You're paying for the community water. So if it's four people in that apartment complex, you're paying for all four of y'all. Well, that's if they're charging you that bill. That, yeah, I mean, yes, that's that's yes, that's very true. Yeah. But that's just an example. Um, mm-hmm. So to me, that's that's the little that's one of the little things. Um, I'm using, I'm consuming, and paying for what I I consume. Um, and the other, of course, the little thing I know I keep saying it, but bro, the freedom to just <laughs> again, bro, like, <laughs> hey, I can walk my way. Hey man, you gotta beat the day. <laughs> no, I gotta listen, listen, man, listen, <laughs> listen. Come on, cause I'm helping somebody by saying this, man. I'm listen. If you need motivation to get up out of where you at, so you can clap cheeks a little bit louder. Damn it, get your goals together and execute, so you can clap, brother, sister, whoever. Shit. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> hey, that is listen, bro. I know you feeling the type of way about what I'm saying, but beep game, bro. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that feel conflicted. Like they like, yo, they just you know we want to oh man, we gotta be quiet, biting pillows and shit. Like, oh, this shit's out, man. I want freedom, freedom to procreate. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you are silly, bro. All right. All right. What about All you, right. bro? What about you? It's uh I guess the one thing I the little uh, the little things that I appreciate is that I can really say this is my own. Even though it's an apartment, it's my it's my spot. Um gotta share it with Mrs., but it's all good. Supposed to building for the future. Um, That's important. But I definitely, definitely can say I appreciate it being my spot. Um, really can't tell me what to do. I get to do inside what I need to do and what I want to do. Eh, in certain rules, you know, with the apartment complex, you know how that goes. Um, but I do appreciate I can call it my own. Um, and I guess the other thing that I, I can say I appreciate about it is that it shows me that I'm actually growing up. You know, it's a growth. It's a it's a stepping stone to where I want to be. Um, so that's that's how that's how I look at it. It's a stepping stone. It's the next step in the chapter, and hopefully, it's not as long as the previous chapters. Taking to the next step, the next level. Thanks, I respect that. Um, before we get out of here, I want the listeners to know that there's an insurance for everything. Facts. Okay, <clears throat> I need you to get car insurance. I need you to get life insurance. And yep. if you're renting, I don't care if you're renting a house. I don't care if you're renting a condo or apartment. Get renters insurance. It's worth. Yes, it. sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, that's not something. That, first of all, your landlord is supposed to include that uh, that phrase on there. Hey, we recommend you get renters insurance. Okay, even if they don't get it, because in the events that something happens to your stuff, it can be replaced. You cannot, of course, but your stuff can be replaced. That material things can you can get some bread back. And I know what y'all gonna say. Well, that's extra money. It's pointless. Ain't nothing gonna ever happen to my stuff. But what about when it does? Mm-hmm. There's an insurance for everything. And that's one of those things where I just tell people, like, listen, don't cheap out on that. Get you some renters insurance. That's all I have uh, as far as that's concerned. You got any gems for the listeners, bro? Bro, you already, you hit the gems with the uh, insurance piece, bro. I'm definitely all about that. Mm-hmm. Renter insurance is is key. And, and, and here's the other crazy thing. Here's another gem that I've realized uh, with that insurance. So renter's insurance, if you happen to get a storage saying that you're renting a house or renting an apartment, that renter's insurance can go over your storage and you don't have to buy an additional storage to make your storage storages go up. So wait, 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 wait. hold on, hold on. Because I actually had a storage back in the day, bro. You telling me my renter's insurance that I had 
covered my storage as well? Or is that something I had to tell them or what? I think I think usually all you really have to tell them um, about the storage unit. Um, but no, when um, when we got our storage unit over here, it is like you have renter's insurance. That's a question that they ask. The, the storage unit? You, yeah, because if you don't have renter's insurance, they give you insurance. But if you no. have renter's insurance, you can put the storage on your renter's insurance. But, uh, that, okay, that's what I'm asking you, though. Is it automatic See, or do you have to go and tell, you know, the insurance company, hey, I got a storage. I want to add it to my renter's insurance to cover it. I think you may have to um, call your insurance company to tell them. Okay. Um, but 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 do your research, folks. I'm not saying I, I don't know the exact answer because that's the next step that I got to do because we got the storage before the apartment. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're, we're in process of getting that situated now. So, yeah. Wow. Wow, yeah, you just told me something I didn't know, bro. I, I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. Good gym, bro. Good gym. I got you, bro. Come on now. I see Mike be trying to turn up season two, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Take us home, bro. Ooh. All right, it's time for the marketing and mental health tip of the day. Mine is about market research. All right. It's needed. Um, it gives you all the information that you need. It's the hard data on your clientele's or your pr- prospective customers. Um, it also helps you drive your market strategy. Uh, with doing market research, you better plan uh, ahead of the strategy that you're going to implement for your business or your service or whatever Whatever it is, um, it it actually just it really does just makes marketing so much easier and effective, um, and that includes the sales on the other end. So, marketing research, marketing research is a major key. Big respect, big respect. Oh yeah, oh yeah, big respect. I like that. So for the mental health segment, plain simple, true. Don't let a lack of knowledge stop you from reaching greater heights. I know you heard that before, but I'm going to bring it in your earlobes harder. Someone around you knows the answers. And if they don't, someone around you knows someone that has the answers. Facts. (laughs) Keep asking questions. I don't care if they tell you it's a stupid question. There are no stupid questions. Ask anyway. Why is the sky blue? They have yet to give us the proper answers. And the proper answer may not even be the proper answer. You understand? So keep asking questions. Assassin's Creed has a great saying in the game. Do you know what it is, Mike? Nah, talk to me. As I haven't played in a while. Every Everything is permissible. Which means Ooh. you can question everything and anything. I live by that. So ask away, y'all. Get the get the knowledge that you deserve and that you need. Have at it. I respect it, bro. Anything for these listeners, man? <laughs> man, just keep tuning in. We trying to educate. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Um, the listeners that are listening appreciate it. Um, I'm, I've been hearing a lot. I've been getting a lot of feedback. Um, I've been told that there are X, X, bro, X. Listen to me on this one. X mm-hmm. militant people that speak to, that listen to us. X Black Panthers that listen to us. Oh. Gang members. LGBT community. Different hues. Lovers, haters, friends, college, all different types of people listening to us, man. So what we striving to do here is never alienate anybody. Everything we do is out of love. Um, It can, you know, especially with me speaking on here, I know it can come off a little brash, a little raw. But I promise you, you know, I'm a gentle person like you. Ask anybody that really know me. Like, oh, just, just, <laughs> you know, just, the neighborhood there's be chilling. Like he, you know, cool. 
Uh, you know, I know I know it's a lot of people out there that be like, man, he got Napoleon complex. I promise you, I don't. It's just I like to fight. There's nothing wrong with that. I used to box. What you want me to do? <laughs> I ain't even mad at you, bro. Yeah, you know I mean? but we we do this out of love. You know, we um we just want to give our experiences out to the world, and we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Yes, 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 yes. And with that said, stay tuned for next week, y'all. <laughs> Already, make love not war, and clap them cheeks. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs>